times when we all feel misunderstood. Times when we might find ourselves explaining why we do the things we do, or defending our actions or our way of life. But what if you had no way to explain or communicate with those around you that questioned or feared your actions and wrongly accused you? What if you simply had to live with the misunderstandings and never be able to explain yourself? Well, it might interest you to know that there is an unassuming little creature out there in just such a situation. This quiet animal tries its best to avoid contact with we humans and simply wants to live its life the best it can. I'm referring to the skunk. Once trapped and killed for their fur, these days skunks are more commonly vulnerable to extermination or unnecessary and often lethal relocation by animal control operators. In this episode of Rise for Wildlife, we hope to dispel the myths and even change any low opinions held by folks who hear the word skunk and think trouble. I'm Anna Vanover, and this is Rise for Wildlife. Let's address the most obvious myth about skunks. They are really not a threat. Believe it or not, some people feel threatened by these fluffy-tailed little black animals with the white stripe down their back. If you number among the skunk-phobic, try to remember, they are far more afraid of you. Whether you live in the city or suburbs, you are eventually likely to see one. Skunks thrive in urban and suburban settings, and as far as spraying that stinky perfume on you, just know that a skunk will display several obvious mourning behaviors before resorting to that. They will stamp their front feet, raise their tail and hiss. They might even make short forward charges and twist their hind end around in your direction before they will ever employ their spray. They really try to provide us with ample time to get away. Sadly, if they are moved or relocated to a territory unknown to them, they will struggle to survive and may leave vulnerable babies behind. Here is a big reason to grow a fondness for the diminutive skunk. They are one of nature's best all-organic pest controllers, mainly eating grubs, insects, and rodents. Oh yes, and here is a strange side note, but fun nonetheless. Skunks adore cheese, and while this little factoid isn't necessarily useful, we thought it might help to foster a sort of skunk kinship among our snack-loving listeners. Another misconception that induces fear is that skunks are nocturnal, and if you see them during daylight hours, they are likely to be rabid. This is false. Skunks are what is called crepuscular, this means they are most active at dawn and dusk. If a skunk's nighttime foraging has been interrupted by a predator or other situation, they can sometimes be seen searching for food during the day. They are also nearsighted, which could explain why we might accidentally encounter them face to face. 
Skunks are omnivorous, so they will eat small rodents. But their diet also consists of insects and bird eggs, and of course, they love fruits and plants. It's interesting to note that even with their strong odor, which is called musk, skunks are not exempt from predators. Birds like the great horned owl actually seek out skunks in spite of the spray that sends many larger predators running. According to scientists who have studied this, it is believed that these particular birds have a poor sense of smell, which renders the skunk's spray absolutely useless if attacked. For other animals, including us, the spray works just fine. By the way, those vivid white stripes we mentioned earlier? Well, National Geographic points to a 2011 study which shows animal species that choose fight over flight when faced with a predator often have markings that draw attention to their best weapon. For example, a badger has stripes on his face to highlight his sharp teeth. In the same way, a skunk's stripes are perfectly positioned to bring attention to their sprayer in order to ward off potential threats. We'll be right back. Rise for Wildlife invites you to visit skunkhaven.net. Skunkhaven is one of the few legally licensed pet skunk rescues in the world and has continued to maintain federal and state permits for more than 18 years. At skunkhaven.net, you can learn about skunks, basic care, first aid, and much more. Their website has a comprehensive list of answers to many of the questions you might have. So, click on over to skunkhaven.net and treat yourself to all the information they have to offer. In many states, skunks are available as pets. We wondered if they were an easy pet to keep. To find out, we asked expert Deb Cipriani this very question. Here is what she said. Skunks train you. You have to change your whole lifestyle to own a pet skunk. And if you don't want to change your lifestyle, then you shouldn't get a pet skunk. Skunks do what they want. They may or may not go in the litter box. They may or may not like the person you're living with. They may not want to be bothered at all. And you have to go into skunk ownership realizing that it may not be the pet for you and you have to change your lifestyle. So what do we do if we find an injured skunk? Well, I would tell the people to Google it, find a rehabilitator, but in the meantime, feed the skunk because a lot of skunks have seizures. It's like a diabetic, the sugar would drop and it's always good to feed the skunk, wet down some dog food, or give it some cheese or anything that it would eat so to prevent it from being seizured. But keep it warm and find a rehabilitator in your area. That is legal, that will take a pet skunk. Just make sure there are no kill facility. Truth be told, skunks are gentle. And as we've mentioned, their eyesight isn't great. 
They're nearsighted, so they are unable to see things clearly unless they are relatively close. Here's another myth to dispel. Skunks are not related to the rodent family at all. In fact, they are closely related to the weasel. They love to dig. They can't jump or climb. Their tiny legs keep them low to the ground. They're not fast. And while they have the ability to bite, they rarely do. In fact, their only real defense is the bad smell they send out when they sense danger. Once they have sprayed, it takes upwards of a week for the musk to regenerate. That means they are completely defenseless for many days. If you have a skunk visit your yard, you might choose to let him stay and take advantage of his pest control abilities. Or, if you prefer, it is fairly easy to gently get them to move on. Bottom line, they aren't bad. They aren't evil. Just a bit misunderstood. Again, here is skunk expert Deb Cipriani. So I think personally, the skunk is the most fearful animal because people don't want to get sprayed. But yet people are going to run to it like if they see a lion, they're going to take a picture of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then when they see a skunk, they're going to run from it. And it's just like us. If somebody's coming at us, that's their defense. We have our fists. We're going to put our fists up. So it's the same thing. It's just their defense weapon. We're all animals. We all deserve to live and not to be killed. Skunks are good for the environment. Again, they get rid of the ground bees. They get rid of the rats, the mice. They're not going to bother you unless you bother them. If you don't want a skunk around, please don't kill it. Just put a deterrent spray of dishwashing detergent, castor oil, and water. You can spray that around the yard to keep them away from the yard. They also do not like bass music. So if you have a skunk under your shed, you can put bass music there at nighttime so they can safely leave. Skunks mate one time a year, and that's around April, and they have the babies around June. And again, try to deter them to take the babies away instead of killing the mother and then feeling sorry for the babies. That the mother should have the right to raise the babies the way it should. Babies do come out about 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. That is all normal for baby skunks. People think they're sick or something like that, and they're not. It's just normal, they're curiosity, and they're coming out of the den being nosy. Skunks will not stay. They usually take off and leave. So after they get older, they will leave. So if you don't bother them, they're not gonna bother you. I'm Anna Vanover. And this is Rise for Wildlife. Rise for Wildlife and the licensed rehabilitators who we support would like to thank you for your gift of any size. Your tax-deductible contribution helps us to help rescuers through information, support, and education. You can make your donation on PayPal by going to paypal.me backslash riseforwildlifeincorporated. That's all one word, lowercase, no spaces. PayPal.me backslash rise for wildlife, I-N-C. 
Rise for Wildlife Incorporated is a 501c3 nonprofit organization.